Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Thursday, June 24th, 2021, and this is day 1203 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you so much for waking us up to see a brand new day that you created just for us. I thank you, Lord, for giving us your wisdom and knowledge and understanding to go forth and fulfill the purpose that you've given us for this day. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted, excuse me, and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is empty words, empty words. Uh, we can, our words can have, can be shallow or they can be solid as a rock. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the difference. We're going to be coming out of James chapter 2, verses 14 through 26. James chapter 2, verse 14 through 26. And James is talking about how important it is to not um, just say you have faith without deeds. We have to back that up with our actions. So James says, and starting in verse 14, he says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but no has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does not uh, does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Mm, interesting. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God, good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. <laughs> you foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous? for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar, you see that his faith and his actions were working together and the faith was made complete by what he did. So um, Abraham had only one son and he had him when he was already 100 years old and he had been waiting for his son. Well, actually he had two, Ishmael by his servant who he and his wife his wife decided this would be the best way to have a child because they were childless and they knew they were to have a son. Uh, and his wife said, you know, go ahead and, and lay with my servant and have a child. And then that didn't work out. They went, and went against what God said. God didn't tell them to do that. And so later in life, uh, when Sarah was like 99 and, and Abraham 100, God blessed them with a child, Isaac. And uh, then God told Abraham to take Isaac 
uh, up on the mountain to sacrifice. Now, when he took him there, uh, Abraham was so obedient to God, even to the very end. And there could have been many reasons. He knew he knew God, but just having faith in God and trusting him. And, and we already know that God does not allow human sacrifices. But he didn't know what direction God was going to go with this, but he knew that God knows best. And so he went up and as he laid his son out on the altar, he pulled up uh, his knife to get ready to uh, sacrifice him. And the Lord said, hold up. Nope. There is a ram in the thicket. Now I know that you truly love me. Now I know. And so he uh, sacrificed the ram, uh, but his faith, he not only believed, but he took action. And that's what he's talking about, what Abraham did. Verse 23, and the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab, the prostitute, considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. And Rahab, they... Uh, they always say that um, when referring to Rahab, Rahab the prostitute. This also shows that it doesn't matter who you are, what you do, um, as long as you are obeying God, you know, what your profession is, I'm going to say, you're being obedient to God, then that's what counts. That's what God looks at. And uh, Rahab uh, hid out the Israelites when they came to uh, spy out the land in Jericho to make sure, you know, what it looked like before they overtook the land. They sent out the spies to look at it and she hid them and she made a deal with those spies. Uh, when the coast was clear, uh, after she had the officials go a different direction that were looking for these men to kill them, she said to them, I know about the power of your God. And I want my family to be saved as well. I know what you're going to do. And they said to her, as long as that red scarlet rope is hanging out your window and every family member of yours is in that room with you, your lives will be spared. But if you are not in there and if you don't have that scarlet uh, rope out the window, Whatever happens to you, happens to you. We can't guarantee anything. Well, Rahab did it, and she gathered her family, and, and it took, she didn't know exactly what day it was going to happen, but each day she needed to be ready with her family there, and they were saved. She worked out a deal, and they agreed to the deal. But you see, with her faith was actions. She protected God's men uh, and they protected her and her family. So let's go to our points. Point number one, when you go to buy a new car, the salesperson tells you all about the bells and whistles, right? The features and great benefits of the car you're, in, you're interested in. But you don't necessarily believe them until after you test drive the vehicle, right? 
The same goes for believers when it comes to our faith in God. Our actions, our deeds are evidence of our faith. True faith transforms our conduct as well as our thoughts, which leads to obedient action in building the kingdom of God. Our changed lives and actions exemplify our faith in God. If our lives remain unchanged, we don't truly believe the truths we claim to believe. We're still being controlled by our flesh in that area of our life. So when we don't uh, believe it in our heart and, and then take action accordingly in, in faith, then we're not totally believing in God. We're not totally trusting him. And he wants us to trust him and him alone. Point number two. We cannot earn our salvation by doing good deeds, but these actions show our commitment to God is real. Deeds of loving service are not a substitute for, but rather a verification of our faith in Christ. Show me your verification of your faith. If no verification, you're just all talk, you're empty words. You know, a person can talk a good talk and can convince some to do to do anything. But as believers, God has blessed us to be able to tell the difference through discernment. We should know when someone's just talking stuff and when they're talking truth. And we 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 can tell through the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, through that, we have discernment to tell the difference between that which is good and that which is evil. I'll never forget a year ago, there was a lady that uh, ran a home. She had turned a house into a home to help women who were struggling. And it was a ministry. And I don't know if she got grant money for it or what, but she lived not too far from the home. And I remember she took a lady in and uh, who had children. And typically it was for single women. But she said she felt such compassion for this woman who was really uh, having a hard time uh, and pretty much would be on the streets without a home for her and her three children. So she took them in. Shortly after taking them in to the house, she began to treat them poorly and badly. She began to say, you're going to have to leave. You cannot stay here. You, you're you not going according to the flow. You're not doing things the way that I want you to do them. And the woman was just crushed. She said, that's not the agreement that we had. You told me I could stay here and giving me time to get my job and to get on my feet. And the woman said, you've got to go. And uh, I did a mediation with the two ladies and that's exactly what was being said. The woman that owned the place told the truth. She said, I want her out. She's not, you know, jiving well or um, interacting well with the other people in the house. And uh, plus, she's got children. And I said, well, you know, one of the things that was said was you knew she had children before she moved in. And you said that they can move in. And 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 she was just saying, you know, how much she basically was serving God and it was a ministry. So she decided to go ahead and let him stay. And then after being there about a week, she began to ride the woman's back again and, and tell her, you got to go. I, you know, you're, 
your uh, your time is up and I know what I said, but doesn't matter, basically. And the woman was hurt that was living there and she would call me and I said, well, you know, it's her home. Uh, and she said, she is a hypocrite. She said she's a woman of God. What kind of woman of God would lie and say one thing and then do something else? And, you know, it really, really put a blemish on on believers and and that happens so often but but we can only do what we we know is right in Christ. There're going to be some that are not going to do what they've committed to do in Christ. So the woman that owned the house uh went as far as even letting the lights be turned off in the house. Uh the electricity um so that their their food would spoil. And the woman called me that was living there with her children and said all the food I just bought is going to go bad and, and my children won't have anything to eat and I don't know what to do. And I'll never forget the Lord saying, take a cooler or whatever, you know, get some ice and 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 put it in a cooler and take it to her and, and take her some money and, and do what you can do to help. And so I did. And she was just devastated, but she said she thinks she had found a place through an organization that helped people that were dealing with homelessness and things like that. And she was also a part of this organization. And so she had found a place. And then I talked to her a few days later. She said, Miss Jackie, I got a house that someone is letting me rent for a little bit of money. And then someone has blessed me with a car, which was awesome. And I remember all of us, different ones I knew, were looking for her house together. I was calling people saying, hey, can you help find a place? Do you know someone? Well, in the meantime, the woman that owned that home, out of, out of just a blink of an eye, died. We just, you know, was perfectly healthy the last time I saw her. And she, the woman that was living there, texted me and said, the woman died. We just don't know. I don't know if that's why. I didn't even speak on it in that way. Only God knows. But it was quite shocking to see that after just talking with that woman, like, you know, a few months prior, she was in fine health. And then she had done that evil. Uh, and then all of a sudden she was gone. You know what is so important for us to not pretend or be perpetrators or hypocrites, but to truly do what God is telling us to do. Truly love one another. If we say we're here to serve the community and help the people and do these different things that we say, then we need to do it. Not just talk it. It's best to not talk it <laughs> and, and instead of talking and then not doing it. Our words are powerful and they need not be empty words. Then on the other hand, there was a woman I knew, uh, my stylist, who was just one of the kindest people you could ever meet. And she was quite a giver. And I'll never forget, she was diagnosed with brain cancer and never smoked in her life, but was around the chemicals in the beauty shop. And one of the that's one of our thoughts that could have happened. So her diagnosis was not good. Um, and then they thought they had gotten it all. And then within a few months, it came back. And I'll never forget, she knew that she was, she knew that her time was coming. We all know there's a time for us to die or, or to be caught up in the rapture to be with the Lord. But 
I'll never forget, she came to the church uh, and I was sharing with her a lot of the people that we were serving at that time were people that were struggling and in need. And uh, she came and, and, and she sat right at the front uh, one night on Wednesday during Wednesday Bible study. And I was teaching and, and tears just flowed from her eyes. And, and the people were, you know, we would serve food every Wednesday night, which we still do. Um, and, and she uh, was touched. She was saved. She accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. And she said, I want to do something. And she cleared out so many beautiful things out of her home and brought them to us. Bedspreads in excellent shape and sheets and a TV and so many things. And she blessed me with a couple of things that, you know, even prior to that, she was such a giver. And at the end of her life coming to know Jesus, it was as though she did so much more at the end of her life in knowing Christ. Her words were full. You know, she was always a giver, but this time, she was giving according to the will of God. She was saved. And now she's with the Lord. She went on to be with the Lord uh, shortly thereafter. Uh, such a precious woman of God. You see, God wants us to not only talk a good talk, but walk it. If we say we're going to do something, then do it. If we say uh, we're going to do it and then we can't follow up with the person and say, I'm not going to be able to do that. But God wants to make sure that we follow up our faith. Uh, the natural manifestation of our faith will be doing good things for other people. All right. Oh, man. If you don't know Jesus, though, that would be the first step. God shows us that example by giving up his only begotten son for us so that we could have life for eternity with him. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Man. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.